Sean Capri, and welcome to We the Gamer Cast that publishes every single Monday here at youtube.com slash carpool gaming and podcast services on every single continent on planet dang earth. I'm so glad you guys are here. Thank you for being here, for telling your mom, for telling your dad, for telling your friend, for telling the stranger at the corner store. Is it 7-Eleven or Circle K or what What kind of, what do you guys got? Wawa, go tell the people at Wawa. Tell everybody at Wawa about We the Gamer Cast. Why we are the official Wawa podcast. I got to get my coffee mug one of these days for this. Oh my goodness gracious. Where did that come from? How are you? You guys are in for an instant classic. I got to say like this show has been, it's been pretty good lately. I don't like to, to toot my own horn, but I'm going to toot it. Okay. There's lots of tooting happening right now. This show has been pretty good and you're in, for, <laughs> what am I even saying? Uh, you're in for a good one today. Robbie Bobby Miller is my guest. You've heard me say Robbie Bobby Miller's name at the top of the show for years because guess what? Robbie Bobby Miller has been a friend of ours for a long, long time. And how it's taken this long to have him on the show? I don't know. But you know what? Uh, Robbie Bobby Miller started to show up at like the Backtrackers. And um, he was part of the Gridlock, which we'll refer to uh, a little later, which was a show that we done on Patreon, where we fought about The Last of Us Part 1 versus The Last of Us Part 2. And he was on there. And it's like, look at the, there's There he is. He's right there. Like we've 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 been we've been seeing him. We see you in the discord. We see you doing the stuff. But he's a real person, and this is amazing. And I've got lots. We, we go on a journey. I just got to tell you guys that we go. We go into all the places for this show. Uh, and by the way, it wouldn't even be possible if it weren't for everybody over Patreon.com/slash Carpool Gaming. And I want to say thank you to the eighty plus patrons over there, especially our ultimate producers. Top of the billing, Robbie Bobby Miller, Tony Baker from Quest for Pixels, who just released a new episode. You guys got to check it out. Quest for Pixels. They were back. They do it in seasons. It's amazing. I somewhat understand it, but it's a whole other thing. Go to YouTube.com slash Quest for Pixels. That's a number four. Um, Dallas Ford, co-host of The Blame Game alongside Argo. Go to YouTube. All the links are in the show notes. Jonathan Brown with his new EP from PME called Gems. Go check it out on Spotify and Apple Music. I've got my notes off to the side here. What, I got to get it like right in the middle. Lee Navarro. I'll talk about Lee in a second here fearless leader of the phoenix overdrive extra life team links are in the show notes guys these are this is how it's done um and thank you to our platinum producers marcus mccracken and rj kern and our gold members anna cecily carota dallas robbins drellish emily o'kelly foolish fuji jose jimenez marcus o'neill nagachaka the snack network and tim paulin and thank you to our newest patron coming back Tech Mike, thank you guys so much. It doesn't happen without you. I'm telling you, uh, we need you to do it. But that's all the Patreon talk I want to talk about. Other than, well, you know what? If you are a patron, you're going to get a couple cool things. Uh, you got a console war room with me and Mr. Babbitt. We talk about um, the Bayonetta thing. We talk about crying Jim Ryan and a whole bunch of other stuff. It's really, really good. Um, so enjoy that. And Donnie and I are going to be recording Sweet Hangs on the 23rd of October. So lots of stuff coming at your feeds. But that's all. That's all I want to say about Patreon because Extra Life is coming up. We're going to talk about that with Mr. Robbie Bobby Miller here in a second. Um, but we've got great prizes. I actually just heard from the folks over at Save the Game Media who were sharing the same fundraising page at Save the Game Media, Carpool Gaming, and the Trophy Room. Uh, and, and the URL is slash Save the Carpool Trophy. And they just added a Plague Tale, whatever the new play, Requiem. Is it Requiem? I think it's Requiem. Whatever the newest game was. They're adding it. It's going to be a prize. Every $10 gets you one entry in. So... This week has been good. We crossed over a thousand dollars. Yes, you got. Oh my gosh, it's amazing. I'm so stoked about it. Extra life, extra dash life.org slash participants slash save the carpool trophy. 
and we, our couch is ordered. We are all set. We're going to Rome, New York. And by the way, if you're in New York City, if you're in, around there, I'm there uh, for the first couple days before that, actually. So hit me up if you're in the area. We should meet up. Definitely Nintendo New York. I don't know if this is a safe thing to just like broadcast on the Internet, by the way. Just like here is exactly where we're going to be. <laughs> but Nintendo New York, November 4th, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. And then we're going to skedaddle. We're going to get on a train. So be there if you can. I cannot wait. Um, earlier today, I, I hopped in and, and joined the Backtrackers, which is a community-driven video game book club. And this, this time, they talked about inscription. And I did a little, I did a little run. I was, I was, I was jogging around, uh, jogging around the track and I was just listening to this wonderful conversation. And you guys, I'm telling you, I didn't play inscription. I don't know what most of like what, what what was going on, but I got a really great idea of what the game was about. And I got to hear so many different like voices and perspectives and takes. And you don't you don't get that from I'm just saying like our, I think our podcasts are pretty good. And we've got a lot of people doing them, you know, Lockleth and the Quartz and the Ryans and, and the Bryans, the Brian Murphers, who just added <laughs> new members to the team, Brian Murphers. Oh, my goodness gracious. So you owe it to yourself. Go check it out. It's in the Discord. It's there. You're welcome. Every It's so welcoming. It's I, I saw a couple of people join in for the first time today. And it's like, come on in. The water's warm or cold, whatever you like. But the, the water is to your liking. Okay, we'll just leave it at that. So enjoy that. Um, I'm playing Call of Duty Modern Warfare, the campaign. Like when you pre-order it, you get to you get to play that. And I'm a couple minutes in and it's it's Call of Duty and it looks real good. I'm going to go shooty shoot stuff. So that's real exciting. Um, you can expect coverage from me on Mario Plus Rabbids. Thanks to Ubisoft Canada for providing a code there, because I got to be honest, I was going to wait. <laughs> I was going to wait and see, but I'm going to be I'm going to be playing that later on today. And uh, that's I think that's it, you guys. I'm very excited for this conversation with my good friend, Robbie Bobby Miller. Um, I have to say. As great as this conversation is, I've been told in the past that like when we talk about some pretty serious stuff, some pretty traumatic stuff, you you want a warning there. We, we go deep. OK, so there's some pretty I don't want to give it away. Like, I don't want to say like he says this. So I just want you to like, get, you know, keep your guard up, I guess. If if, if you don't want to hear anything about like um, loss and things like that, I guess. I, again, I'm trying to balance on uh, giving it away and giving you a fair heads up. This is, I guess, like a. Um, like a 14A, 18 plus song. I don't know how to rate these things, man. But just, um, yeah, keep it in mind. But it's a really good conversation because he's such a stand-up guy and he's had a lot happen in his life and I love the way that he tells the story. So why don't we just jump into it? You can follow him on Twitter at Smooth423, my good friend and yours, Mr. Robbie Bobby Miller. <laughs> Thank you. You gotta be tired, man. No, I'm good. I'm good. Um, I had a massage a little bit earlier, so that was kind of nice. Oh, trying to take care of myself duck. a little bit. I know, right? I um, I just I, I, I well, lucky duck, I guess. It, it's that sounds like it's actually very like a massage. Sounds like it's like this nice relaxing experience and everything. But you know what, this guy <laughs> like, I go to the same person because he kind of sort of had some headaches and stuff going on. And like during the middle of a massage, he just got like that one spot. And my headache actually like went away mid. He hit the spot, and they're just like boom, it all went away. I'm like, I will see you forever because I'm my body I is can't. in pain a lot of the time. And uh, so yeah, he's like leaning in with his whole arm into like the middle of my back and just kind of like doing that whole thing so it sounds very lovely but it's it's not it's definitely like a it's it's halfway to a medical procedure yeah (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> like there's a purpose for this, ma'am. So, but it's the one thing, uh, I mean, there's a couple things here in Canada you don't get for free. You don't, you don't get free massage therapy. So they got to work that out with insurance and whatnot. So I was just looking at like a pre-existing condition. Can you? Yeah. Well, uh, I don't think so. I actually, but I, I, maybe I'm not well versed and maybe I don't, I don't think I have pre-existing conditions, I guess, but, um, yeah, no, I have to, I have to work it through like insurance and stuff like that. And then. That's the thing, though. Like, I, I would make I if I didn't have any coverage for it, I wouldn't get it. And I guess I would just sit here complaining and in pain and all in the pain. time. Yeah, I hear that. Yeah, dude. But this is a long time coming, man. I can't believe I don't know uh, how long we've known each other, but it's been a long time. Yeah, man. Like, a very long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was even telling my wife, like I told my wife, like I completely forgot today was Friday. <laughs> it's like I hadn't gotten anything ready because most of my like newer gen stuff is all packed in boxes because we're we're yes like slowly moving and packing yeah and then I was like oh crap I was like all I have behind me are like all my books like regular books and other things and I was like oh I gotta do something to make it look like I'm a gamer real quick <laughs> and <laughs> not just say I've been, I've been doing this since noon come on uh, really and, and I like it yeah it turned out well it looks wait so you're moving in or moving or you're leaving we're, we're moving out we've been we've been at our townhouse for i think it's 10 years wow yeah, 10 years was june yeah and it's just before things start like breaking we're like uh because we had to build brand new yeah and we were like let's let's before things start breaking let's get the hell out of here heck like, yeah man like, <laughs> somebody else's yeah, like problem the, stove, where the rings on the stove like stop heating up and i was like no man we gotta roll <laughs> we gotta get out of here like the air conditioner i don't want to fix it anymore like I fixed it three times. I'm good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd rather it be this is it. Yeah. Is it hot where you are? No, it, it feels beautiful out. Like yeah. I, now it's like it's been the past couple of days it's been getting down to like I want to say forties. Oh yeah, it's the Ryan Turford segment right here. Yeah, yeah. I, I love yeah, the weather, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I love it. Brian Murford, the weather man. <laughs> yeah, I know. I love the Brian Murford. <laughs> My yes. God, dude, I just laugh it so hard, man. <laughs> Nice. Well, oh, are you so are you good. stressed about the move though? Like, a lot of people don't like moving, man. I uh, only stressor is me because I'm the yeah. only one doing it. Sure. Uh, yeah. Like packing it. Like my wife packs a lot better than I do. Yeah. But uh, it's just been such like we've been packing since June, and and I made the idiot mistake of uh, I'm the cook in the family. Mm-hmm. I cook everything, and then I made the mistake of I'm going to do it the right way, and I'm going to get rid of the kitchen stuff first because. That way, it'll make me want to leave right. quicker. Yep, that's, so, that makes sense to me. me it, it just uh, it was dumb because now everything <laughs> I want to cook, I'm just like screw it, let's get McDonald's <laughs> or, or or it's something else. Like I'm not in the mood. I don't feel like cooking mm-hmm. right now. Like it's just been uh, that type of thing now. Yeah. But it's I, I, we're ready to move. Our our dog Mickey, we got a black lab. We've had him since 2010, like right around the same time when we moved in here. And he's just so old now, like his back hips are gone. He's, yeah. he's 12 years old now. And it was, we're just like, man, he's, he'd like to give him a yard before, yeah. you know, he moves on. Yeah. He deserves it. We took him camping this weekend with my brother and uh, he loved it. He didn't want to stop walking. He even jumped in the lake there. Oh, it's the like, best. Uh, it was, he had a black, my wife was not happy that he jumped in the lake, but I could not <laughs> let him. I'm like, this might be his last time to the lake. He's jumping in the lake. Definitely. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta loosen up a little bit when. 
when they're getting up oh, there. Yeah. yeah, especially if it's like a clean leg. Like there was, um, we used to take our dogs out for. There's like a dog park and there's like walk and everything, and there's more like a pond, and it's the nastiest water they could ever get. In. Oh, like they actually would get pond, sick yeah. getting in there, so it's like okay, don't go in there. Um, but there's a river nearby, and it's like as long as it doesn't like get like swept away, <laughs> like go yeah, clean off. Like yeah, go get. Yep. Go get nasty. But, you know, disclaimer, take care of your pets, whatever. Exactly. Like, mm-hmm. that's what people don't get. It's like he's had a very healthy, good life. He's yeah. outlived all of his cousins. Oh, my yeah. brother-in-law had two wine rhymers. My, my other brother-in-law had an Italian greyhound who passed oh, wow. away. All three of them were gone. Oh. And he outlasted all that. And he, when we got him, it was like we had to pay eight grand. We were those crazy people that got pet insurance. Oh, yeah. No, like, you need pet like, insurance. That's not crazy. I thought it was crazy. My wife was like, we got to get pet insurance. And I'm like, why would you get insurance for a dog? I didn't have insurance most of my life. And I was fine. <laughs> but I'm and a then, person. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But then she talked me into it. And then I want to say it was like the first couple of months he was having problems with his elbows as a puppy. Um, at like 10 to 14 weeks, I think it was. And then like we had to have two different surgeries and all together it was like, I think it was like eight grand, eighty five hundred bucks or something mm-hmm. is what it would have cost us, but we only had to pay ten percent or that or something, I'm which was amazing. You. No kidding, man. We had in- we had pet insurance for our dogs, and then um, but and we're like, man, this is really good. Like the the price was was great, and then the company went out of business. <laughs> like apparently it was like uh, too yeah. good. They must have like screwed up or something. Like a couple- <laughs> and um, by the time the the company went out of business, our dogs were old. And so, like, starting up a new policy somewhere, it's like it wasn't really an option. So we definitely, we wished it. And, but, like, when you get a new pet, you don't know what kind of deal, like, issues they've got. Like, you don't know what yeah. you're going to be in for. So, yeah, I'm a I'm a proponent of that there, insurance. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, especially with labs. Labs always have had yeah. head problems. Yeah, totally. I remember when my wife's dog died, uh, Smokey, he was a black lab and... I swear, like a St. Bernard mix. Like, this was the largest Just dog a you've huge ever dog. seen. Like, oh, my oh, my God. He was, like, he, he would petrify the the, the postman, the, the UPS guy, <laughs> FedEx. They would, like, run, like, no, I'm not going in there with that horse. Like, he was just huge. <laughs> and I remember when he passed away, both of my in-laws were too old that they they were like, hey, Bobby, can you take us with uh, Smokey to go to the vet? And I'm like, yeah, sure, whatever. Yeah, I'll, you got to carry him. Helped him get him in the van and everything. Well, they didn't tell me he was dying that day. And oh, I had to ride God in the sakes. back. I had to ride in the back with his dead stiff body, like huge body in the back of the van. Oh my god. The whole car ride back and then we had to bury him. And I'm like, y'all are crazy. Like we we've I've never done this. They they went to the farm, uh, is is always what happened when I was younger. But yeah, right. it was a whole <laughs> how whole old are you? Experience. Wait, when was this? This is like when my wife and I first started dating. Okay, so you're uh, you're a grown up, but like, wait, how long have you yeah. known your wife? Uh, we've been together for twenty years. I, I had a feeling, April, yeah. I think I remember yeah. you saying that. You've been, yeah, that's a long time, yeah, we've dude. Been together forever, yeah, oh, forever. <laughs> yeah, I know. I gotta overemphasize. Oh, I gotta show you that picture. I found a picture of us from when we were younger when I was cleaning up here. I thought you were and about to like, say like I, me and you would be like. Uh, oh no, I wish. That'd be, oh, soon, man. Soon we'll be, we'll take pictures at Extra Life. Wait. It's gonna be amazing. I like this segment of the show where we each like we gotta we gotta just grab something off of our shelf. Each of us, yeah, oh, you man, got I a great a shelf, man. Like this is prepared. this is great. Yeah, yeah this man. was just uh, like stuff that I have like some of the consoles. Uh, but I found so much cool stuff, kind of like when I was cleaning out the garage. Yeah, I was getting man. so excited. 
I was like, I got a Capri pile over here to show you. Like, <laughs> it's, it's probably better it's, than anything I got. So much cool stuff. It's I, I'm so random. Like my ADHD makes me collect things, but I never finish them. So I have like oh, I'm with you, man. I have like the one Donkey Kong Junior ColecoVision game up there. That's I have sweet. No, nothing from ColecoVision, but Who that. Cares? Actually, thank you. This is the best. This is definitely a YouTube YouTube.com slash Carpool Gaming. Like, this, this is so cool because it even says like cbs oh, electronics cbs oh my gosh yeah everybody like, is getting a video cool? you know it's gonna come around again man as this is this is now you know amazon everybody else getting into video games it's basically exactly. the same as that oh wow and then look at this guy this i found this today look at this sticker my on this Xbox favorite camera. what the heck microsoft company store purchased not to be sold purchase oh it's an employee oh yeah. what the heck it's even got its employee number Oh my and gosh! This is, uh, I love that game, man. Project Gotham. Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh no, you know I what? I, never, I thought I thought it was the first one. I never played the second one. That's a huge sticker on that label. I never played that's the second what I thought. one. I was like, man, it takes up half the front. <laughs> like, here's your free game. <laughs> like, it, it it reminds me of. Do you guys have um, like warning labels on packs of cigarettes? There, like here, it's like legislated by the government. Oh god, yeah, they it's have just it like, all on the sides. Yeah, and, tiny little corner. It's like this is whatever. I don't even remember Export A or whatever. I don't even Demorier. Yep. Um, how yeah, do I, I got remember two stories that? about that. Yeah. I, my my uh, uncle used to make me go around and collect all the Marlboro miles. Oh yeah, and he did that crap, and that's how I remember all the stuff reading all that. But another friend of mine who went on his mission, he went down on his mission to Guatemala, and then when he came back, like out of the blue, like he showed up with these half pack cigarettes. Mm -hmm. Like it's really big in South America. I had no clue about. There were only like eight packs, and he got in trouble. I I want to say he might still be in jail and in guatemala uh for coming back here and selling them as the Come apex on, what, what? Yeah. which is even funnier because he's mormon so it was like you know I, I can understand some point of it where you think that that's cool like I'll, I'll bring that back to show people but not bring it back and try to make a profit well that you know that is a thing i will say like i don't know if people are making like huge profits or like moving goods or whatever but like there's definitely people who like go to a place and go I have, I brought an extra like Cuban or an extra whatever you go to the duty free and you get it for cheap or whatever and yeah. you know something like that but yeah I mean what is he he's got a whole smuggling gig going I, I honestly, on I I know yeah, that he I went back down there with a girlfriend that he had and I we haven't heard from him ever since oh my god Do, like, you imagine like being stuck in a ago. Guatemalan prison oh god no no oh, he was strange you. already I couldn't imagine <laughs> that he's seeing right now. Where did you meet your wife? You guys have known each other for 20 years. How long, where does, where does that take place? We, uh, it was funny. I got, well, not really funny. I got kicked out when I was 17. Mm -hmm. My mom kicked me out and I was living in the park for a little while. And then I would go to random other friends' houses that I knew from uh, the Mormon church who the most welcoming people in the world that anybody would let you come in and stay there for a while or stay forever. I never stayed that long at a lot of people's houses, but I went to stay with my friend, Rob mm -hmm. and he, uh, he was like, hey, do you want to go to this party? And I'm like, dude, like, I got a lot of stuff going on right now. I really don't go to this party. And he was like, yeah, we're going to talk to these girls and try to convert them into Mormonism. And I was like, oh, why not? Like, all the things going on right now, I guess maybe a little God will help me. And uh, we went there, and I was talking to my wife's best friend, and Rob was talking to my wife, Kim. And uh, next thing I know, like she called me complaining about Rob and like he gave her a book of Mormon and like write this big old, <laughs> this big old phrase and thing in the front. 
and everything. And then I was like, all right, well, just just give me your number and I'll try to figure it out. And then that's when my wife and I went on our first date. And uh, it's just been together ever since. And it was a date date? Like, right? Like there was... It was, it was uh, well, at first, uh, when we first went out together, we went to a mall and I stole her cell phone. Like I was holding <laughs> it for her because she didn't have any pockets. Uh, she didn't have any pockets. So I ended up with it. And then I came back over her house to give it back. Yeah. Uh, but then when she got it back, she uh, realized that every time her boyfriend called, I said, no, I'm her new boyfriend. Yeah. You need to get a new girlfriend. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, she, she never lets me forget about poor Mikey. Like, uh, she's like, you were so mean to him. I was like, well, I mean, I, it worked out for me. I'm sorry, Mikey, but I'm sure he found someone. It was 21 years ago. Oh, my gosh. That's, so she was legitimately dating somebody else. And you're like, no, you're not. Yeah, she yeah, she legitimately was like like I would have conversations with this guy like no man like no why why stop calling my girlfriend oh like she gave my me her phone I was using her phone I got to take it back to her once I get off work and uh, yeah what was it I, what what uh, oh man oh I, I think it's downstairs it was like one of those old blue Nokia's that had like a flip up uh, cover for the classic the phone numbers yeah that where the digits were and it was great the girls use it downstairs in their little play kitchen were you uh, like that with everybody like were you just kind of like is like kind of stirring up shit uh honestly uh i at that point i was like homeless uh <laughs> living in a park and i was like what what could possibly go wrong with anything that i was going to do Fair. at that point yeah uh, and I just kind of went for it and it all, it all worked out. What happened with your parents? Let's back, let's back. We're going to go backwards this way. Um, why were you kicked out? What happened there? Well, uh, I don't want to say I was a bad kid. I was, uh, I was raised by my mom and my stepfather was around a lot, but he, they, none of them wanted anything to do with me because of my father, uh, wanting nothing to do with me. Uh, so it was a lot of struggle there and just the animosity and the, like a lot of the abuse I went through, like I got beat a lot as a child, like, mm -hmm. like going to school bloody with like curtain rods beating against my back Come and on. wooden spoons or everything. <gasps> it was like, it was like pretty bad, but it's like, even though every time you told someone like nothing was ever done. Right. Uh, but it's like, it was just that animosity. And my mom just hated my dad so much that she, uh, basically took it out on me, uh, which I don't blame her, uh, following out, but finding out later, like what, all uh was the reasoning for uh her hatred towards my father mm -hmm. uh but it's also something you don't realize till later but i remember uh i want to say i was in my room when my mom kicked me out she came upstairs and i just dropped out of school uh, uh saw a senior i had senior for four months to go and uh she told me if i wasn't going to go back to school that i had to get out and i left and that was it do you think that she was trying to get you to maybe not quit school and that it all kind of backfired or did it even matter? I I was at a point where I I didn't really care about school anymore. Yeah. And which is hard because I was I was a Mormon. So I used to get up at five o'clock every day mm -hmm. and I would go to seminary before school every day. Yeah. Every day. So I was like drained uh, yeah you go to church before school every single morning yeah the school year for four years yeah and it's a lot it's a it's a lot and my i'd say what went downhill was when our seminary teacher was murdered 
she was like the best. Like she was like the most caring. Like uh, Sister Hawks was like amazing. Like she she would take care of anybody, do anything for anyone. Like she was the best. Uh, and one day her son didn't take his medicine and he killed uh, her and uh, one of my best friends, Tina Wu, and then tried to get to the other girls in the bathroom. Uh, it was just a lot. He had like a paranoid schizophrenia. Yeah. And he just lost it one day. Uh, and then it was like that was transitioning from that grade of a teacher to uh, a different seminary teacher. Like you already hate getting up at 5 a.m. Mm-hmm. You already hate going to school twice uh and then between sports and everything else you were just physically and mentally drained and i really didn't want to learn from anybody else after that it was like kind of hard to even have a teacher after that uh but i did do the third year of seminary and then the fourth year uh, i just couldn't do it anymore because it wasn't as fun like she would take the 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 um the scriptures and she would make songs about everything like it was great like she taught you with fun like teachers should be uh that's that's what i miss is she really cared about the kids and get them to learn. Like I was the scripture master champion, uh, sophomore year. Like she taught me, we, it was like battles at a table, like Pokemon. We had to whip out the scriptures, whatever they read or wrote. She, she taught me all that. But after that, after she was gone and there's the, the way that they brushed it under the rug, like she was mm-hmm. murdered. And then all of a sudden her husband was like remarried. Uh, I want to say less than six months after. Wow. And it was just so he could keep his, his position in church. Uh, but it was just all strange how it was like, she was there and then like washed away. Yeah. And then everybody like forgave Ben for what he did. Like so quickly. I'm uh, it was a little harder for me uh, to just get over it, but. Was it because like, it's just, that's what you're supposed to do is even in the worst case scenario, you're just supposed to forgive. Like it seems like, if anything, there maybe there would be some sort of sy- support system to process through the grieving, but instead it's just like automatic forgiveness and we're not going to think twice about it and move on. Like, is that sounds like what I, I'm what guessing because it, yeah. it seemed like the, the church is very strict on some of the things, especially regar- uh, regarding like the bishopric uh, and, and like the elders and stuff. It's like everything is so secretive and. My thing was, I remember people losing positions all the time in the church and nothing ever happening or them getting divorced or remarried. Uh, like, but a murder, like, it seemed very odd that it was like within the six month period, uh, Ben was institutionalized and everybody was like forgiving him. And then uh, Brother Hawks remarried. And it was just like, uh, you know, we're all just forgetting about Sister Hawks here. Mm-hmm. It's was, it was a little much for me. Did you feel basically pretty alone in that sentiment? Like, why? What's everybody else doing? And you're, it seems like you're looking at this situation through a different lens as everybody else. Yeah. I, and honestly, it, it's because of my, like, like when we talked about The Last of Us, my, my like attachment to role models in my life. Right. Like she was the, the, I hate to say it, but at that time, the mom that I wanted. Yeah. And it was like, I attached myself to that. And then it was like, it was just taken away. Like, mm-hmm. It was just gone, and then it was everybody was so quick to to forgive and apologize and move on. And even the lady he married, like I believe her name was Hawks as well, mm-hmm. but it was like a spelled different, which I think was all just strange. To that me is that's a little that's like um oh I'm forgetting the movie reference, but anyways that takes us off into a different direction. Did that make okay. you so you stayed with the church after? That. Are you still? Do you still? Are you still Mormon? Are you still practicing? Like. 
No, I, after my mom died, I I stopped going. My mom yeah. was the only reason I I liked going to church. She she changed over the years, uh, especially after I found out about my father, uh, like the how horrible of a person he was. Like it, she like started wanting to do things like that I wanted to do. Like we would go yard sale shopping. That's something I like doing with my kids now. Yeah, sweet. Like stuff like that that I just I I love doing. And it was like all the stuff we we did was with her, and everything that she did was with the church. Uh, it, it was called um, I forgot what it's called now, um, but it, the Relief Society and like and Young Women's. Uh, everything my mom did with them, we always helped out. All of us, we we'd give anybody all, the shirt off our back. That's that's just the way my mom raised us. Uh, and anything my mom volunteered for, she volunteered us for too. Mm-hmm. So it was like she was every aspect of the church for me. Uh, and when she passed, it was another one of those, she passed away. And then like people like, didn't even know who I was. Like I walked down the hallway or something. And then people would like introduced themselves to me. Like I've known you forever, but they only knew me because of my mom. Right. So it was like that kind of, uh, it, I just didn't want to do it anymore. Yeah. But I will say that the, the Mormon church is, is amazing for, the programs they have. I, I taught basketball. We, we won the championship. I was there when I coached. I love, love basketball. Both of my girls are now playing basketball. Uh, I love that they did it every Wednesday and Saturday. Uh, and that's something like BYU and, and a lot of the other, uh, like, uh, Boy Scouts, everything was done through the church. Like mm-hmm. it was, it was great that everything was always done. You're always together either Wednesday, uh, and then Saturday, Sunday, or, or Tuesdays as you went to scout camp. Or other things, but I always love the the camaraderie of of the Mormon Church. That's one thing I could say that I they they are probably the best at. Like they they really do make sure everyone's involved. So is the moving on from that more of like a separation from some pretty painful stuff? Is that like for me? It was it was because that was the last time I saw my mom. Yeah, was that they had the funeral there? Um, Brother Young played the bagpipes. I remember it was my first time like doing uh, a public speaking. Like I, I don't like talking in front of people. And I remember that I had five words written down on a piece of paper that I held in my pocket before I had to go up and speak. Cause everybody wanted me to speak cause I'm the oldest brother and uh, they wanted me to speak and I, I really didn't want to. So it was, it was hard for me because it was, it was uh sorry, I'm start crying. It, uh, my mom passed away three months before Ava was born and uh, it was my first kid and she talked about it all the time. It was like uh, she looking forward to it and and talking to me about things I got to do and get ready for, which no one's ever ready for. But she knew that the only thing I've ever wanted in my life was to be a father and to be someone that would be uh, uh, there for me that I never got as a kid. And that's what I try to do here. So, uh, yeah, it was uh, it was rough because we went to a yard sale and she had these little pair of shoes that she just bought for Ava to wear, like coming home from the hospital. And uh, I, when I was doing the eulogy, I pulled out the shoes and told everybody about the story of going yard sale with my mom, where she was one of the type of people that she had to buy something from every single yard sale she ever visited. She always felt like. <laughs> People do this work and you have to buy something or they feel like, why did I ever do this? 
Mm-hmm. And it was something I do now. I, I have like a pile of the worst things you could ever purchase <laughs> at a yard sale. Uh, just because That's it was something sweet. my mom instilled in me. Yeah. And it was just hard because she, it was three months before. I remember getting the phone call. I used to do car uh, audio stereo repair, like taking the radios out of cars and mm-hmm. fixing them. I love that. I, I lost all my passion for that after my mom passed. I remember oh, taking wow. a radio out of a uh, 2006 Cadillac CTS. Uh, I took the radio out. It was a big unit. It had a screen in it. Uh, I just took it out. And then my stepfather kept calling me. My little brother kept calling me. And my sister oh. kept calling me. We don't talk to each other like that. Yeah. And then I got frustrated because I'm like, the customer's in the car. And I'm like, what's going on? And then my brother's like panicking. He's like, mommy's purple and she won't wake up. And like, like my blood was like leaving my body. But I knew I had to put the guy's car back together. Mm-hmm. So like five, ten minutes later, I come back inside. I try to tell my boss. I'm like. I got to go. Something's wrong with my mom. Um, sorry, one second. Something's wrong with my mom. Like, she's not breathing. And I went to hand the keys to the Cadillac to my boss. And I fell to my, my knees, like, right in front of him. Oh. Like, I knew that she was gone oh. before, before I even left. Like, I left, started driving, and my brother called me, and he was like, just, you know, you don't have to rush. Just come home. And I already knew that my mom was gone. So it was, uh, it was a lot dealing with all that, uh, like the first actual funeral I've ever planned with my older sister. Um, and it was like right before I was about to have my first kid. And I remember the baby shower that, uh, for Ava, the baby shower, uh, I don't even remember it because I had to drink so much just to come around people and, and be there for my wife. And like, it was horrible because I can't remember anything except for my mom passing before Ava was born. And it's like, I, I'll never forget it. It was the greatest day ever. Like seeing a kid being born, is like the craziest, like uh, mind blowing thing ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have to say it's not for everyone, but if you do get a chance <laughs> to experience it, it is, uh, I agree, it's, man. It's amazing. Like there's just the things that they can do and remember and, mm-hmm. and the, the, how quickly they can take you to a different place yeah. emotionally. Yeah. Um, like, I wish I had my wallet here. Uh, when I got fired from one of my jobs, Ava drew me a smiley face on a paper towel and said, it's okay. Don't worry about it. Oh. Like, just every time you open your wallet, look at this picture, which is over my picture of my license. Uh, it's it's a paper towel with a little smiley face. And she's like, just know it's going to be okay. That's the and best. it's like kids, kids they're amazing because they don't know, but they know. They mm-hmm. like they know to try to comfort you. And uh, make it feel all right. And it's like, I, st- I still want to get that tattoo. I just haven't had waiting a little That's while. That's a great idea, it. man. Yeah. And it's just, I, it's so, yeah, my, my life is, it's pretty turmoil, but uh, y- you live. Well, it sounds like something might have happened in between that point in your life. And when you're in your room and your mom tells you to get out, like, did something change? Like, it sounds like you ended up actually becoming quite close is it just a matter i feel like there's situations all the time where people just can't live together you know and it's better Uh, yeah that was that yeah i would say that that's fair enough (laughs) is that like Uh, an understatement of the century yeah (laughs) what's hard is because i had it it was like we had a mutual resentment toward each other uh only because of my father like i i hated that she would not let me see him he would 
never come to my baseball games or, mm-hmm. or, or uh, ride the bus to come see me or Christmas presents or, or things like that. And then she would get mad at me for getting mad about that. And then it would just start a whole, a whole problem. She was just trying um, to protect you. She was just trying to protect me from, from him. Yeah. Like I, I didn't find out, uh, like, like reasoning between them two of like why she like until older while well, I was a lot older, um, that I think I want to say my sister let it slip out what had happened. And then I was like, what are you talking about? Like, I've never, never heard anything about this. Like, was this true or what? Are you, you mentioned a couple siblings a couple times or like, what's the ordering here? Are you the youngest or what's, what's going on there? I, uh, my, I have an older sister named Tara. Yeah. Uh, which I, yeah. Uh, and then I have two younger brothers and a younger sister. Oh, wow. But my younger sister is with, that was the new family that my dad started. Uh, and every time I would go over there, which is horrible, uh, cause he lived in the projects and it was like, like I used to sleep in the hallway, uh, at his house because all you would hear was gunshots and, and screaming and yelling and, and the drugs and the crime, everything in Brooklyn park homes was, was God awful. They wouldn't let me sleep in their room. So I had to sleep in the hallway in between their bedroom door and the bathroom mm-hmm. uh, every time I went over there and it was just a nightmare. I saw one of my best friends get killed in my dad's front yard, uh, trying to one run away from people. Uh, it just, it was a horrible place to try to live. Uh, but he chose that family over us. So that's, uh, the way that ended up for him. But you still alive. He's still, uh, still a horrible person. He's never had a driver's license. And every year he, text me on his birthday asking if I got him a gift. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. Yeah. He's a real peach. Yeah. So at one point you are in the church, you leave the church. You're a sweet guy. How does this like, is I don't know if that's, are you defying the odds? Like how is this happening? Like, no, it was, it, <sighs> I think it was just uh, a sad luck of the draw. Like we grew up extremely poor. Like we, I never had any consoles uh, when they actually came out. Uh, any video games we ever had were one for like Family Dollar or the Blockbuster clearance rack or mm-hmm. or off the wall games that that I loved because that's all I had. Uh, but it was we never we, gosh, I didn't even know I was poor until I was in high school. Uh, until people started noticing that, like my my Nikes, the the swoosh was going the wrong way, and I was wearing girls' <laughs> socks and, and girls' pants. Yeah, uh, you know that your classmates love to point out to let you know. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I. Yeah. Yeah. I get it, man. And I think it was it was hard for my mom to uh, see my dad with his new family, and sure. uh, like how hard we struggled, and then how much she struggled with me. Uh, and even my younger brother, she struggled with him a lot too. Like they, they, they went at it a lot. Um, and he's my adopted brother. My youngest brother, Seth is actually my cousin. Uh, my mom adopted him uh, a long time ago. Um, but them two really, really had it out. He, he didn't have it as worse than me with the beatings, but emotionally, uh, like, uh, verbally, they, they, they went at it a lot. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I think my mom was just frustrated that she, she kind of didn't have anyone to like help her out. Like she couldn't really work. She babysat and did other things to try to make ends meet. And then, uh, I guess I wasn't really 
uh, happy about all the things that were always spent on everyone else. Uh, that's just how I was. And like, even hearing now, like uh, stories that people tell about my siblings and they're like, Oh yeah, one Christmas I didn't get this or that. And I'm like, no, that was me. Mm-hmm. Like I used to get punished every Friday. I never went uh, to, uh, they used to always go to a cheesesteak place and it was every Friday when my stepdad got paid, they would all go to the restaurant and then I would be grounded and wasn't able to. I was uh, eating raw hot dogs and stuff like that. Like, it was just hard. Uh, but I, I tried to do most of it on my own. And then even when I tried to get help, it didn't didn't pan out. But uh, I don't think I'd change it at this point, though. Only because I like where I am now. Well, how does, yeah, how does that kind of happen? Like, do you have, like, are you processing this still to this day? Do you, are you able to talk to anybody about this kind of stuff? Like, what do you do with all that? Uh, it, it bottles up a while. Yeah. Um, like it was, I, I was always, it's funny because anyone you ask, they would say that I was a good kid. Like my teachers, everything. Um, I don't know if you remember the game 24 game where it was like uh, in math class, they give you the little card with four numbers on it. And you had to come up with an equation for 24. Oh, like, no. uh, oh yeah. Oh, it's so fun. I, I I was I got second runner up to that 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 was fantastic. Yeah. Chess, I was second runner up at chess. Yeah, you're quick. It was a lot man. Of, yeah, yeah, it was a lot of I I attached myself. That was Mr. Parrish. He was one of my uh, middle school teachers. He uh, he was great. He was a reverend that uh, he would he was a reverend on the weekends. Of course he was. And he was a school teacher. Parish. Yeah, he yeah. was amazing. Yeah, and uh, he he was great. He helped me. He taught me chess. He taught me like math in a game twenty four. Yeah. Um, like it was a lot of things, but I I will say that I know I want to say, uh, sorry, my mouth is really dry. I don't remember if it was Walketh or somebody. Uh, <laughs> no, so I'm a talker. Uh, it's uh, I can't remember who it was, but the you were making fun of somebody for the clocks, like they still can't read clocks, and it was like that was something <laughs> I struggled with until oh no, like four years ago, like still to this day I would look at the clock and my wife would be like, what time is it? And I'm, I got, it takes me a minute mm-hmm. and I'm usually wrong, <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it was like stuff like probably that. Probably like that Joe I or now. Cord or something. Or probably Ryan. I was probably making fun of Ryan. It was, yeah, I couldn't remember who it was, yeah. uh, but it's still, yeah, it's humorous. Uh, but it's just funny that like, there's things that you don't realize that like, while everything was happening to me, that I never thought that I had a problem ever only because I always bottled everything up. Yeah, I never, you know, my mom never came to, my parents never came to any, like, uh, teacher days at school or anything. I kind of just did everything myself until uh, my senior year where I was just drawn out from everything, mm-hmm. um, which was hard because they, she was so involved in, like, my younger brother stuff and my older sister stuff. But it was just the one, it was just me. Yeah. <laughs> which was just so weird uh, to think about, like, now only because of like what I know now about my father. But it's just like, I, I really wish that society would have been different back then. That would have been okay for them to just tell me like, this is what's up with your dad. And Mm -hmm. this is why we don't want him around. We don't want him, you know, uh, alone with you. We don't want, there's just so many things that would have been made a lot more sense. And I probably would have been uh, a, a different child probably. Um, but uh, yeah, it was just rough trying to be me mm-hmm. <laughs> for a while. I did bottle it up, yeah. 
So you meet your wife. You were going to go talk to these girls to try to convert them to the Mormon church. The Mormonism, yes. Yeah. Um, what kind of impact has she had on your life, given all of this stuff happening beforehand? Uh, everything. I honestly wouldn't be anything that I am today without my wife. Uh, my wife is is like, it's funny because she's like the polar opposite for me. Like I'm a very, uh, she's very introverted uh, and I'm very out and I, I want to do everything or, or do something or go talk to people. That's just how I am. And she's the complete opposite, but she grounds me so well that I, I honestly don't think I could have done anything in my life from the point of living in a park until now without mm-hmm. my wife. Like that was, she's just amazing. Like she's just great. When did you know, like, it seems like you kind of went out of your way to shuffle off this other guy. Uh, <laughs> it almost sounds like that story is only going to end with you two getting married. You know, that's just so, so ripe for a story to be told later on. You know, you don't <laughs> just do that with anybody. It's like, of course that's the one you're going to marry, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. It's funny you say that. Cause in our wedding video, uh, <laughs> I didn't realize like the, they did the, my in-laws paid for a videographer and I've never had a, a videographer for anything. Like we didn't document that much of our childhood. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was interviewing me and asking me questions. We got married uh, in ocean city, down the ocean uh, in, and where I sent you the birthday video from, we were getting married down there. And he was like, so how did you first know when your wife was the one? And in the video, the guy didn't tell me that I had the answer. I'm like, because uh, uh, I got a lot going on. I just, we just did everything <laughs> on the beach. Mm-hmm. I just, I just did all the tiki torches. I, I had like, it's like the day of the wedding here. And uh, I, on the video, he, he says, how do you and your wife know? How did you know that your wife was the one? And the entire video, I go, uh. Uh, oh uh, no <laughs> and that's recorded forever that's, that's exactly how i would cut video. that video too man yeah. i'm just like come on man come on <laughs> throw me a bone like, here man <laughs> I'm, yeah i'm like i told you like i got a lot of stuff going on trying to get ready i had to get my stepfather ready uh because he's disabled it's like i've had so much going on and then now every time we watch the video it's like so what was the one thing oh and that's like, so oh, funny God. But it is a funny antidote, like, yeah, <laughs> to think that that's now there forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really enjoyable. Uh, it was at the time, but uh, it was really enjoyable. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, I mean, it's one of those, it happens to everybody. We all have like that, that split, like brain dead moment. And then to capture it on film is actually kind of like, it's kind of amazing. We did, um, yeah. we did a, a similar kind of thing for my sister-in-law when, when her and her husband got married, we had, we sat everybody down and we kind of ask them to tell stories and all these kinds of things. And, uh, my kids were very, very young at the time. And so we asked them like, how much do you love like auntie Alex? And Lincoln goes like this much. He just stretches his arms all the way. And how much do you love uncle Jake? And Ellie goes zero <laughs> or three or something like that. Like a small number. It's like, Oh my gosh. It's just, it's just the best. And it's like, it's just super insulting moment, but you captured on there anyways. And you throw it in the middle of a bunch of sentimental stuff. And it's just the best. Exactly. Thing. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, like I said, like, it's just it's amazing to me. And I've talked to so many people with all sorts of different paths and stuff. And the way you end up just like turning it around or making it work or whatever, like, I don't like where does there's a grit there 
I guess, or there's some something guiding you to go be this way. And maybe it's just steering away from all the awful stuff. Is that is that enough to say that you just don't want to do that? Let's so that guides you in the best way possible. I I want to say, yeah, but I'm I want to say, yeah. But it for me, it's I've always I think it was easier for me to deal with things the way that they were was because I was always so busy doing things and caring about other people. Mm, That's why I feeling. Uh, yeah. my entire life, uh, people called me a sweetheart and, and everything. I, I mean, I'll, I'll tell you one quick story here. Like I told you, the Mormons do everything. And one day uh, for the Boy Scouts, they got a whole bunch of Christmas presents and stuff together. And they needed someone to dress up as Santa Claus. And I was like, sure, sure. I was like, I'll do it. Like, I, I love giving back. I'll, I, I'll enjoy the heck out of this. And we went and we stopped at a couple of, uh, of older families from the church. Uh, and then we left the third family. And then I remember they were like, hey, Bobby, uh, is this the street you live on? Do I turn up here? And I was like, yeah, yeah, it's right there. You know, you make that left and, and oh, I was like, okay, I had to go to my own house mm. dressed as Santa to give my little brother's gifts uh, because we were the poor family to church. No one wanted to tell me that, but it's still like one of the the things that I remember forever because my little brothers never knew that I was a Santa Claus. So it was like it meant a lot to me uh, to be able to give back and, and help people like that. It's something I've always done. It's, it's something I will forever do and try to instill it in my kids mm-hmm. uh, because it's just uh, life's too short to always be angry. Uh, like, especially now with, with political turmoil and, and console wars, yeah. uh, you know, it's, it's stuff is people take everything way too seriously. Mm-hmm. And it's like people don't take the little moments to just be grateful for what you got. That's why I'm so glad to be talking with you tonight, man. Like every once in a while I have a chat like this and it's just like this amazing reminder of there are far more serious things that can have and have happened that it kind of reconfigures me. Certainly like I, I, that's why I love doing this so much. I just get to talk to so many different people, but oddly enough, you know, extra life is top of mind and um, raising a bunch of money and all these things that, that just seem like the thing that you're supposed to do. Like, I just, like, I just don't really think of it any other way. Like this is what we're supposed to do, but introducing it to people who don't come to it so naturally. Like, I just think it's so important to dedicate a portion of your time on this earth to be in service of others. And like, I get every once in a while, it kind of, it kind of hits me like, man, that, that could go away in a flash. Like it's not, it's not, a natural thing for people just to go, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to dress up as Santa Claus because somebody else has, has it rough right now. And I want to be a part of maybe brightening their day or something like that. Like finding whatever that happens to be, I think is so important. So like extra life is cool because it's video games. And of course we want to raise money for kids and all that kind of stuff. But I actually think it's even one step more than that, where it's like, if that's going to be somebody's entry point into like community service or whatever it is, like, let it be that. That's great. Hopefully it hooks on another five or 10 or whatever people to join us and do this kind of stuff. Cause it's, I don't know, man, it's like a salvation in a way. Agreed. And I feel like it, it, 
people don't realize how much it helps another person. Right. Like it's 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 not even like, oh, I got community service. It's it's knowing that you're gonna do something that someone's gonna go home like uh my little brother got a wallet. It's yeah. like my little brother was so excited and, and I'm pretty sure he still has that wallet uh to this day because he remembers that he got that wallet for Christmas from Santa Claus. It's the best. And he just never thinks otherwise. It's just mm-hmm. that was in that moment the the thing. And a lot of people aren't charitable anymore. It feels like a lot of people are so quick to uh throw money at things. And yeah. that's something that I've been having like struggling with lately is like all the I remember I not to take anything away from people, but all the Facebook things that people were doing uh when they were oh just uh, donate to this charity instead of giving me something for my birthday or something mm-hmm. like that. It's like I like that a little bit, but I, I guarantee you that it's not going to do as much as you think for yeah. for helping people as as much as you could volunteer in the soup kitchen or or like in, in my church they had uh, canneries where you can can your own stuff. Mormons are really into that uh, and don't eat their pickles that they've been canning forever. I found that out the hard way. Uh, yeah, my best friend's mom was so mad. Uh, they 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 canned everything. They had these pickles down in the basement for like. I want to like say like a couple of years uh, and I just cracked them open one day. I was over there cause I didn't know any better. And oh man, the, the, oh, no. the hell I had to go through <laughs> to, uh, to be forgiven for that. And, uh, oh, wow. I had to go to the cannery and learn how to make things, uh, and stuff like that. And it's just, you got to give back. It's, yeah. It, it, you know, life's short. People can't have everything. Oh, sorry, I, mean, I, 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 uh, have, <laughs> Gained and lost more things than I think I've ever wanted to. Yeah. Uh, like in um, in 2009, my wife and I were living together, and in the apartment that we just got together was our first apartment together. And in the middle of the night, I'm up playing video games, uh, Rainbow Six Vegas. Nice. Uh, yeah, I was up playing that in the middle of the night, and it, it was like 12:30 in the morning, and someone starts like banging on my front door and I'm just like, Oh no, I ain't answered that. Like I, I mm-hmm. it's, it's after hours that, you know, when you come back tomorrow and the guy kept banging and banging and he's like, man, he was like, look out the window. He's like, your apartment's on fire. And I was like, what? And then I, I look out the, we had a huge deck. It was the best apartment ever. We had this big old patio. We were on the second floor and I look out and I could see the, the smoke and flames, the fire coming from the Holy apartment across crap, the hall. Dude. So I, I, I mean, fire alarm starts going off. Everything's going on. I go in there. My wife is still asleep in the bed. Mm-hmm. Like, she is the soundest sleeper ever. That would be me. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It was. I was, like, going crazy frantically trying to, like, bang on all the neighbor's doors, keep coming down to her, like, get up and get out, man. Like, mm-hmm. and then she, luckily, she gra- grabbed uh, her baby blanket and my baby blanket. I've had it forever. My grandmother gave me, I think, hers as well. Gave both of them to us. And then we just grabbed the car keys and we were like, all right, we'll just come back in a little while, go get something to eat. You know, they'll put out the fire. Well, they couldn't put out the fire. So it was a four alarm fire. There's even a a YouTube video where you could watch it. It's called the Hampton Manor apartment fire. And you could see our apartment like getting burnt up. Like people are like screaming and yelling at the fire department. Uh, They, they didn't have enough trucks to get the water. Uh, One of the hydrants was out. They didn't have enough trucks to link together to get to the water before it spread over the firewall on the our side and that burnt all our stuff. The love of us, 
her name was Elsie Saller, and she works for McCormick. So all the spices, she's been doing that forever. Sweetest lady ever. She gave me all the spices every time she worked there. She'd bring home a whole bag full of them. Uh, she lost everything she's ever owned. She was in her 70s. Uh, her apartment was on the top floor, and she literally lost everything. They wouldn't let her go back in her apartment for anything. Uh, my wife and I both, uh, it was our first time moving into our apartment together, so we both lost everything that we've ever had. Uh, most of her stuff is luckily still in her parents' basement that we didn't have room in the apartment. But uh, everything I ever had from, like, my grandparents, my Bob, it was my grandfather's Bob belt buckle. Uh, my wife had a whole bunch of old coins that her grandmother gave her, like, every year uh, for her birthday and holidays. Just um, irreplaceable stuff. Stuff you can never get back, and it yeah. was just gone. And it was what was worse is they waited so long to even let us get back in there. That mold was so bad. Like, we could only come into the living room. Oh of of our stuff they wouldn't our bedroom is where we had all of our stuff all of our sentimental stuff was all in the bedroom closet and that was all burnt and and black and and moldy all down in the basement uh and we just lost everything and it was like we had to start all over uh which which luckily we we got to stay with my in-laws uh um for a little while until we bought this place that we're in now Mm-hmm. But uh, it was it was a lot, and then the charity of my wife's uh, work they 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 started a donation for my wife and I, and then whatever they got uh, raised, um, they doubled it, and then that helped us you know pay for this house. We put the extra down, and then we we started over. But it's like it's crazy because it's like I've I've lost everything so many times between being kicked out or stuff stolen from us, uh, or or the fire, and it's like I. It's it's hard to have a sentimental attachment to things when when it, things could be easily taken so quickly. Like yeah. that's what what people should understand is like, yeah, it, it's great that, to have all this stuff, but at the same time, it's honestly wasn't that bad to lose it and start over. Was that a new perspective that you gained after that? What to like? Because you're right, like none of those things. Like there's so many things that are not replaceable. But then, do you have like an awakening of some sort to go? Well, it's just stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was a huge awakening because it was like things like still to this day that we, we like either looking for a shirt or, or a picture of something. It's like, we're like, Oh man, that was, that was in the apartment or, or something oh, like that. Yeah. Well, we're, we'll sentimentally forget about something like that, but I've been used to it forever because in my childhood, like we moved from so many places because we were, we were always renting. Uh, we moved or got kicked out of so many places that, um, that it was easy to have to leave stuff behind or, or throw it away or, or lose it too. We had uh, one time the basement flooded and we lost, excuse me, uh, everything in the basement, all my pictures. Like I, I literally like from my family never saved anything of mine from like my childbirth on. This is literally just the, the only thing that I have is my baby book. Uh, that's like the only thing I have to pr- prove that I existed before high school. Uh, I'm, and it's completely blank. Uh, it has my name in it, but, uh, but that's it. It's like, it's crazy to think that like, this is, this is it. Like I tell my wife things or I tell my, my kids things or friends or other things. And I'm like, man, I used to have like this cool stuff. I used to, I modeled for Ralph Lauren when I was younger. Like I, I was in a magazine once. What? And it's like things that I we'll probably never see again. Yeah. It was one little ad. Yeah. And that's yeah. the kind of thing that like, you need that print. Yes. Like you can't yeah. just like Google it. No, no. 
unfortunately no um that's awesome though Mm -hmm. so man i feel like we need like a mini series with you actually (laughs) it's so funny that's what my, my old boss we used to ride together uh when i did the car radio repair i drove three hours each way every day for work for five years yeah so i left i left my house and drove all the way through D.C., Maryland, Virginia traffic mm-hmm. uh, every single day, three hours each way. And uh, <clears throat> whenever I drive with him, he was like, dude, you need to write a book. He's yeah. like, Cause things that you've experienced and been through. He's like, I've I've never experienced any of that. I think he was from Wisconsin. And he was like, I've never he was like, we had snowstorms and stuff. He was like that. That's the, the cool stuff that happens to us. He was like, <laughs> oh but you gosh. have like like this this crazy stuff that keeps happening. Yeah. Here. And I'm like, yeah, it's been it's been a lot like yeah. it's 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 a lot for a kid and yeah it was it like because i don't really get a sense of like a poor me at all from like not even a little bit i don't even think that you're even like playing it off a little bit like you you don't have like a like even though you you have a lot of reason to have like play off like a victim story here but you i don't know like it was similar. I, I don't even want to name names, but it, it's reminding me of, of a good half dozen or so people I've talked to on here where I'm always amazed where it's like you, you have every right to go poor me, but you're not like you're such a I don't know. You're such a stand up guy. You're great to talk to. You tell the story in a way of just like this is what happened. This is what has happened to me. And I, I think that's incredible because I think far less has happened to other people. And it's like and they do play that card and way everybody's different. But I'm just. I'm remarking on, I guess it's kind of striking in this moment. I appreciate that. I don't know if I've ever, I don't know if I've ever been like poor me, uh, only because it's, I always see so much more of either other things that are going on or, or my ADD won't let me think about one, one singular moment. <laughs> nice, nice uh, little blessing. Just like, Oh, something yeah. else. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I, I definitely think it, it helped me through a lot sure. yeah. of my youth, uh, of probably things that I'll never remember. Yeah. Uh, but even like sports and stuff, like I forgot that, like, like thinking about it now, like all the trophies and, yeah. and, uh, other things that I had as a kid. I mean, yeah, I, I used to take my trophies and stuff apart and like make giant trophies and stuff like that. And it's like, I remember, when we that basement flooded, I lost all that stuff, and there was only one thing that I always wanted to keep, and it was this unsung hero award for indoor hockey, where it was, oh, oh my god, I want to say it was the whole season, I never gave up a goal, like ever in 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 uh, floor hockey, and I got unsung hero. Uh, and that was like my my crowning achievement. It kind of uh, I, I used it as a euphemism for my own life. Yeah. Kind of like I've never. Yeah. I'm, I'm not like I'm not a leader uh, per se as much as as I am like I'm the guy that's just there and is always going to help out and be there. Like that's that's one thing that I've always uh, one trophy that I always wanted to keep with that one. That surprised uh, me zero yeah. percent about you, by the way unsung hero like that's yeah yeah totally and what a thing to like kind of strive for too like some you know i think that that's um something that's a little bit lost as well these days where everybody's a and so be it for me to say something like this but everybody's a youtube star and all this kind of stuff and it's kind of nice to have like the people who don't need to be up front and center just like making sure it all works out 
in there. And yeah. that, that, I mean, that, that's been you even in the community as well, man. Like you're not looking for any medals or trophies or anything, but you're, you're making it happen, dude. Like you being part of all this, it's like, it's nothing without you and people like you, dude. Like, I don't know. It's very important. I, I just, I, I've always based my life upon you give, you put money into things that you want to see succeed. Yeah. Like if if you like PlayStation, you donate to PlayStation, Xbox, it's anything like people. Uh, Definitely not Stadia. Oh, I, I put money into Stadia. <laughs> I'm just but kidding. I, I, I know. wish and I wouldn't know. <laughs> I know. Uh, but uh, you got money back though. They gave you so much free crap. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I got 45 bucks back. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it was, it, it was, yeah, that was so bad. I wanted to root for them so bad too. So did I, dude, I had so it pre-ordered things. and I canceled it like just last minute. I ha- I was there. I was so close oh, to being God. there with everybody else, all the other 12 people who bought Stadia. Yeah. There were so many people that bought it and I, I that I knew because I, the, like the, the people that I know that we used to play Destiny together, they were all into collecting and everything and like every new console that came out, they were like, Oh, you're going to get this. Are you going to get that? And I'm like, yeah, I guess I could. I mean, mm-hmm. I never open them, but I get them. And it's like, it, it's uh, stuff like that. And I got the stadia and then turns out only two of the five of us got it. Yeah. And I was like, come on, man. I thought we were all going to get this together. They had the free games. Yeah. They backed uh, out. And then, yeah. Then they it started making like one the to old, subscription. It reminds me of when like, um, you had like a Panasonic 3DO and you had a whole bunch of these mm-hmm. other like consoles it would just kind of come up out of nowhere and yeah eventually it just kind of everything shook out to just nintendo and i mean a playstation at one point um sega with the dreamcast there too but it seemed like yeah maybe we could have a couple other things and history repeats itself and everything is the same but just a little bit different now i think it's kind of kind of interesting i wish google like i wish they just stuck around just a little longer with it like it's it was fun for people to make fun of it but i actually thought the tech was really cool a lot of the things that they were touting when they launched it like remember like the the streamer stuff like you could just like share a save game or you could just like oh, hit a yeah. button and like join into that game like without downloading the game or the dude i thought they were gonna change everything yep. and i i struggled with this maybe sh- shifting gears a little bit like i want to know what is possible in the future but like i think a lot of times gamers and people who comment on games maybe i'm at fault for this as well like we're so critical um and things have to be such a certain way. Like my trailers have to have gameplay and that's it. And it's like these demands oh, yeah. actually like limit the innovation that can happen. And I, I want to see somebody dream a little bit and go like, yeah, it may not be possible, but like this is kind of what we're shooting for. And it, it, this is why people are afraid to fail, because if they don't hit that exactly, then people tear them down. They go like all, they say all the terrible things. And again, I probably said some terrible things about Google, but ah, I want people to dream. I want to <laughs> see what's possible, man. Yeah. That's, that's what people don't get is the competition matters mostly to grow. Like that's yeah. what people don't get. Is it like stuff is not going to keep growing unless there's competition. Like, like the, the Xbox with the connect, like that was, that was fantastic. And then PlayStation had the, the eye toy or whatever crap mm-hmm. that was. But uh, it, it was like the innovations kept changing where they they, they kept coming out with the Connect 2 and then PlayStation 1 with the VR. It's like that's that's what we want to keep yeah. see, keep going. I don't care who's buying whom or 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 what games are on what. I my thing, I, I will honestly say I don't like Game Pass. 
I know this is going to hurt you. <gasps> I don't like it. Only, I'm, I will. I will say it is the best Alien game. I will. I will say that. But my thing is, I like owning the games. Yeah, that, that's my only thing. Is I, I like it. either physically owning them or or digitally. I like to own them because uh, I, my ADD or ADHD, well, both, whatever. Uh, I can't just buy the new game and then play it for the however long it's on Game Pass. And then move on to something so quickly. My my brain would drive me nuts. Like, hey, remember playing Tunic for those two hours? Like, you need to get back on Tunic <laughs> or go play Inscription. Like, like, I'll be sleeping one day and then I'll see the Inscription card drop or something. And I'll be like, hmm, I guess I should go play that again. Yeah, man. Uh, see stuff like that. But I do like the, the the way that Xbox is doing it with the new, the new releases uh, for yeah. stuff that they have coming out. Uh, whether they be exclusives or not, I don't. I don't care about that. That actually feeds right into that. Unbeatable. I've never thought of that. That if you have, if 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 you're kind of bouncing from one thing to the next, and that that is me. I don't know if I have ADD or I've never been diagnosed, but like there is something to go like, ooh, that's new. Ooh, like there's always something. There's always something there, and yeah, maybe that's part of the deal. Like we we've we've talked to death about like the like loot boxes and and whether something is like predatory and tapping into somebody's addictive nature or like the gambling and stuff like that. But like maybe the, there's always something new coming out and here's how easy it is for you to play it. You just pay 15 bucks a month and it's all there. It's like, maybe there's, I don't even want to start that. I feel like that's probably (laughs) a thing, but I don't, I don't want any more like narratives to be drawn about this stuff, but that's probably part of the business model, you know, just make it as easy as possible for people to jump from one thing to the next. That's true. And then also you got to figure uh, another thing about my, I don't want to say anti game pass, but, but with game pass is the, uh, which a horrible system that they do now anyway, is the season passes for everything mm-hmm. like that, that I've been wasting so much money on a rocket league season pass that I don't finish or, yep. or uh Fortnite or, or these other ones. And I'm Dude, like, well, oh, season pass I didn't, for you suck at parking. Like what am I do what am I doing? I haven't played it since I bought the battle pass for that. Like or whatever it was such parking the pass. Thrill of unlocking that it's stuff. So stupid. It's so man. addictive. <laughs> yes, it's so dumb. But it's so addictive. It's we like, can be it's honest just about like it. Playing a game and then you're like, let me see what this tool's got for deal I know. Like, and, it's, and it's the it's, it's just something you, you level up over and you. see that you haven't unlocked it. It's like, well, we can't have this. Exactly. I can't be yep. this far along and just have like nothing. It's right there. If I just unlock it, yep. then then look at all this cool stuff, man. I, and I I'm I'm such a hypocrite with it because I've been saying all along and I continue to say like that stuff's stupid. That's real dumb. And I have literally mm-hmm. paid for I don't know how many. Not not every single one. You know, I'm not I'm not <laughs> uh, taking out a, a second mortgage on my house because of it. But like, there's definitely been dollars sent around for some of this stuff and. Halo is another example, but got that battle pass for some strange reason. Yep, but I mean, I did it I, with Destiny too. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say, I feel like this kind of taps into two games I know that you're into, and we haven't gotten around to one of them. <laughs> I don't know which one that is. You uh, don't? <laughs> no, um, I don't know what it could be. Yeah, uh, maybe maybe a little game called Warframe. Warframe's oh, actually yeah. cool though, man. Like that's the thing. Yeah. Like me not playing it has nothing to do with my attitude on the game. It's just a time thing. But like <laughs> Warframe is a good game. It it really it's it's funny because when I first played it, I believe it came out at PS4's launch. Yep. And and I thought it was like awful. 
I'm like, this is like the worst. Like it had mods. Mm-hmm. I never played a game like basically like an RPG where you had to like level up or, yeah. or everything to me was like a shooter or or uh, an action adventure game or, or something like that where it was it was easy to do. Yeah. But then when I started collecting the mods and they're like, oh, no, you need to make this build and all that. And I was like, nah, I ain't got time for a build because my brain would get devoured mm-hmm. in the build that I would it would just drive me nuts and then you had to earn the different warframes and i was like no 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 I'm <laughs> but then and then my buddy uh we we got done playing rainbow six vegas 2 for a long time dude that game is so and, good oh it's all of them were so great like the tom clancy games used to yeah. be so so good uh did you and, play division and now they're just oh god yeah. yeah yeah i played a division two i played a court the other day yeah, oh did you really the hell out of me yeah let me tell you i don't remember the last time i played a video game with another human um, <laughs> but I'm just running around. Uh, it was like a tower where you had to climb the tower, and I'm just running around. And next thing I know, my speaker's like Bobby, and I was like, "What?" And I was like, "Yes." And, he, and then God? it was Cord again, and Cord was like, "Bobby, can you hear me?" And I'm like, no "I can hear you." Way, dude. Like, who the heck is this? And then it was Cord. He joined my death, uh, Destiny or uh, the Division Two game. But he scared the hell out of me. I'm downloading Warframe to my Series S right oh, now. Oh, so, there you go. So I'm gonna. I've got to figure out my hard drive situation because um, this is oh, the, isn't that the worst. The console I'm bringing over to Extra Life. Yeah, like for the most part, oh, it's fine. Yeah. It's it sits here for the streaming. It's like I've got Halo and I don't know, maybe a Call of Duty or something like that. And I, I, I like I don't need every single game on here. My Series X is in the other room, and that's where I play the majority of my games. But I feel like I'd I love to. You. We have we have 24 hours at Extra Life, but at the same time, it's like seems like we have unlimited time, but it's so limited, you know, like oh, I'd yeah. love to just like run through a couple missions of like Warframe with you and or the division. And it's like, well, can't get to everything. But man, like that sounds sounds so good. Dang yeah, it. I, I will never forget. Like I when I got back in the Warframe, my buddy came with me. I played it forever uh, by myself because he went off to Destiny 2. He found a new clan like our clan. We didn't play together anymore. He found a new clan and everything, and I kept inviting him like every day. Mm-hmm. And that was right around the time that I met Bobby yeah. and, and everybody. And then I just kept everywhere I went, I was like, let's go play Warframe. Play Warframe. Play Warframe. And then every time Bobby would be like, No, Bobby Miller, I'm not playing Warframe. <laughs> like every single time. And it's like it just became a big joke. But it's it's so funny because I <laughs> uh, this this was gonna be the whole uh for the Robbie Bobby Miller's the list is is my show, which now that I've got this set up, I, w- I will yeah. actually start doing that. I, I want to say that I you I would like you to be my first guest. Yes. Uh, and it's it's basically we'll just be showing each other lists that we created Dude, for video games. I have been talking about that kind of an idea for <laughs> years, literally years. Do it. I want to see this. I love lists oh my so much. Dude, I have these magazines I bought. They're all lists, like Ultimate Retro PC Gamer Collection. It's a list oh, yeah. of games, 100 games to play before you die. <laughs> I love lists. This is incredible. Please. Yes. Oh, my God. I don't even care what we're talking about. I'm here. Yeah, exactly. Like for Warframe, I, I started a list for Dally Loggins. Yeah. And then, and then <laughs> for sorties. When they had sortie <laughs> oh events. Gosh. I wrote everything down. I have Excel oh, sheets. Best. Like, yes. Like crazy. I have composition books filled. 
I have uh, spiral notebooks. Uh, you need to send me these. Um, for oh my gosh, you'll think I'm nuts. It's like calligraphy. That not I even a little understand. bit, man. And it's so hysterical. Did you see me list. on Twitter the other day? I'm like, everybody send me your gaming spreadsheets. Oh yeah, I did see that. Everybody, yes. everybody should do it. Yeah, no, oh, man. My gosh. I'm, oh, oh man, because I, 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 my heart rate get... just jumped up like 20 beats a minute, <laughs> man. Like I'm stoked about that. Yeah, my, uh, Zero Skill sent me sent me his his spreadsheets the other day. I'm like more oh, please it's yes. amazing like you yes. don't realize how many people do it <laughs> yeah and it's like even for the dumbest things you do it for there's somebody else out there <laughs> something similarly dumb and it's like it's it's so great like, <laughs> like i was asked before they were like why why do you have a warframe dally login list and yes. sorting list and I was like, because I got tired of being screwed on rewards. That's right. And I was like, I wanted to figure out this the algorithm. Stand. Yeah. I'm like every every fourth week I got a, a statue and every I had a whole list breakdown. I'm down for it, man. That's uh, awesome. Oh man, it's just that's the way to go. It, yeah. List is great. You can make a list for anything. I'm telling it's, you. I it, like and ask anybody, all the carpool people, like I've been throwing <laughs> around ideas. And it's like, okay, get get a grip, Capri. Like you have enough content and whatever else but i'm like for whatever reason like that that seems like that's my that would be like ryan's like rpg cave like lists for me like just let me do yeah <laughs> let me do yes. lists. people do different things like even my wife does it for yeah. she's an accountant mm-hmm. and like to see her spreadsheets i get excited because <laughs> i look at her spreadsheets and i can't even figure out half of the stuff that's even on there but oh i get excited gosh, that's like, the best. oh you sorted by that way and you got that kind of folder <laughs> and this and i'm like okay okay i like what you're doing there yeah. it's like it, it's <laughs> it's weird little things but it's like it's cool because it's like yeah. everybody makes a list for something mm-hmm. dude for and my my for my uh, birthday uh, a couple of years ago it's actually quite a while ago my parents like what do you want to do i'm like i want to do a list. I want. I want to do a top ten list. I think it was like Disney or Pixar movies or something. And so it was kind of like it was inspired by. They used to do this on uh, NVC, I think, Nintendo Voice Chat uh, on IGN. Every like hundred episodes or something, they go like the top twenty games of whatever. Um, and they would have this like a set of rules. And I did that for my birthday. I had like I had like places for people to like write down what their answer was, and it could stick up on the wall, and then you could move it oh, around nice. and stuff. I'm like. It was the best birthday oh. party ever. <laughs> like, I'm so happy right now, man. I'm just oh like, my gosh. I was in my happy place. Great. Yeah. Oh, my. See, now we, now we got to change plans for extra life. Now we just gotta now we got, yeah, we need like a day where we just make a list. Yeah, what's it called? Felt? Yeah, you can have felt things that you can oh, kind of yes. like. Oh, yes, and it's kind of like the yeah. fancy football boards. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Or some sort of like magnetized whiteboard or whatever. You can have things kind of just like up there. Like, there's, there's ways to do And it's actually better than like doing it in excel because in excel you got to like insert a row and blah 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 like oh yeah do the tactile thing yes Mm -hmm. yep it'll overwhelm you yeah especially if you lose it oh my gosh that's the best that is what i'm talking about man like let's geek out about spreadsheets for five and a half minutes together you know what i I mean mean, like there's people out there are closet mm -hmm. spreadsheet people Mm -hmm. out there right now that's right that's right need to just like i when i start my show we can we'll spreadsheet youtube or what are you thinking like I, you know, what's funny is I, I've done Twitch a lot, yeah. but I don't, I, when I did YouTube before, I felt like I got more, more people watching it, but it was, it was a different type of people. Uh, <laughs> it was, uh, yeah. Cause you get some, uh, humorous folks, 
uh, you get more of that on YouTube than than Twitch lately. But I don't like the way that Twitch is. It's only been set up lately for like pro streamers. Yeah, like it's it's very anti regular ass me sitting there one day I'm feeling froggy and I throw on Rocket League or something. Yeah, it just it's not for that person anymore. It's, yeah, it's it's not that anymore. It's uh, it's just <laughs> it's gotten downhill from far from what it was and even monetary wise now like what they want to charge for for rates for things for especially people that are under a certain percentage i'm just not a fan of that it's greed yeah. uh, i mean i i believe in capitalism but there's there's also a point of uh you know people want to do this for fun bring uh, back mixer man trying Come to make on. a billion bucks mixer.com slash robbie bobby miller um I was on there before. I used to do Sea of Thieves. I know, man. That's, I, I want to say Mixer, Mixer probably wanted to ban me because I dropped a lot of curse words. Uh, I don't think so. Mixer I think that there was a space for. I think there was a space for. Like, oh, what? Oh, I adult. thought that. I thought Mixer was more for the for the youth. No, I think they just made you clarify. Like I, I think I remember uh, specifically, okay. especially on Mixer, like clicking a box to go like you understand like this is an eighteen plus stream. Like I think there was just actual clarity or i think about uh shout out to mitch power 1116 that guy is like he just he, he doesn't care just f-bombs i love it man like you get you get the real mitch on that well that's the thing stream. is that playing sea of thieves i was not happy because it was like pre <laughs> it was pre before it was cool to rob yeah. people uh and it's like you spent six seven hours in the game and you got a whole boat full of stuff and then a whole group comes over and takes everything that you just did for seven hours. That I was like, sounds, oh, no. I would never play it like that. I, that's why I was like, I'm never playing this again. And then mm -hmm. I did go back a few times, but I didn't stream it anymore because uh, even my family would yell at me. They're like, you got to calm down. You got to come like, no, this. You don't this, understand. Yeah. It's like, you know, I had to read a treasure that map. That sounds horrible. Figure out these clues. What if you found out stupid a, things? What if it was skinny Matt who raided you? What if what if you found out later? That? We will fight. Is he going to be? He's going to be there. He's, you guys both. I think both of you are bringing your families. You guys should probably, yeah, yeah sort I things was out. Bring family, but but Miguel, uh, since I'm picking on Miguel, I don't want to take everybody. Oh, okay. I'm just going to grab. Miguel. I've never met Miguel before. You never met Miguel? Oh, no, man, he's great. Yeah, yeah, oh, dude, it's, it's going to be amazing, and it's actually like worked out really nicely. Like I didn't really you think that I would plan it this way, but I didn't. Uh, but last week was Bowser. You're this week. I actually have no clue what I'm doing next week because I'm going to be in Chicago. So I got to figure out oh. like I've got everything sorted up until like tonight after oh, tonight wow. for the show. Like I've got no idea because next week, yeah, I'm in Chicago. The following week, um, I'll be there. Like I'll be with you. So that's I it. Know, I can't wait, man. So I don't know what to do. This might be the last week of GamerCast before actually. <laughs> I don't know. Like, yeah, I know. That'd be pretty good. I'll, I'll be the last. That's great. Yeah. Well, for now. Till yeah. After. after. Then it's all done. Then it's all, that's it. Extra life that is the finish it. line. And then we're closing up shop. That's it, man. Oh, man. Then you get to get ready for the next 14 new releases that oh are coming out. Gosh, man. There's so many things that I want to buy right now, but I'm like, like the new Talos for Borderlands came out. I know. Like I, I, I want it, but I'm like, it's 40 bucks. Yeah. And you are going to play it right now. Yeah. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. it. I was like, no, I can't. I can't right now. Like I'm waiting for Black Friday. Black Friday. That's I'm like idea. literally like white knuckling it to Black Friday. You gotta have your Black Friday list, so man. Get your spreadsheet going. I do for have Black a list. Friday. Heck I have yeah. a, yes, I, <laughs> I have several have yeah. things that I should buy from different stores. I even have people send me spreadsheets. Yeah. Uh, one of my friends, Adam, uh, who uh, we used to play Destiny 2 together, 
uh, we he sends me spreadsheets all the time for for different video game sales for Black Friday yeah. and, and all these other things like things to get at different stores and like uh, prices and buy one get one freeze and oh, oh man I love gosh, it. Gosh, dude, can I? I can okay let's when is black friday this year what what's the date on this stuff um i don't even if people are still with us then that's that's cool black friday must be the 25th i think thanksgiving is the 24th is that how that works of november something like so. that fourth thursday fourth thursday oh man yeah 24th so i want to do one of two things uh what i want to pitch here is on the 18th the friday before black friday you and i chat again Maybe record another because I, I, I we're going to wrap things up here, but I got to have you back sooner rather than later. Number one, to keep you on track with your with your new show. But also why I'm thinking about this for Black Friday is I kind of want to run through your Black Friday list. Like I want to just like live in the consumerism that is Black Friday when it comes around. And I love American Thanksgiving as well. Like I want to hear about I want to live vicariously through. Oh, you. that's my holiday. Yeah, yes. I know it is, man. Like, yes, I love Thanksgiving. Give that it to is, me. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I like 10 turkeys. Oh my I, I, gosh. I love cooking turkeys. Oh my gosh. Yeah, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to do this. We'll we'll get it in the Google calendar immediately after this. But I think I want to run through mm -hmm. a a Google list of the best deals. Like what are you searching for? What should everybody else oh, be looking I even for? Have old lists of yes. stuff that was like last year. Yeah. Stuff that was COVID. Mm -hmm. Uh like it was like because I, I we have uh the other day we got charged sixty three dollars to my wife's Apple Pay. And we were like, what the hell? Which one of you tried to charge $63 on mommy's phone? And we found out that it was one of the deals that was for uh, ABC Mouse. I think one of the things during COVID where you got two years for like uh, 10 bucks. Yeah. And of course, they oh, didn't tell you that out. the new time's coming up. Yeah. So it's like I have a lot of that happening now where it's like I, I almost want to like cancel my credit card just yeah. so they could send me emails like, hey, we're going to cancel this. Holy cow. Uh, unless you pay for it because I hate that you don't get enough notifications for that. You know, it's uh, funny you used to say that because I was just checking out by chance my um, my Game Pass, speaking of Game Pass, and I'm good until, I think it said 20, August of 2024. And that's going to, like, I, I'm going to, like, look away and I'm going to come back and go, like, and that's it. Like, that's two yeah. years away. And somehow my irrational brain went, like, I got to take care of this. That's two years. I don't have to look yeah. at anything right now, but my my stupid broken brain went like, you should probably yeah. get Check another on year yeah. on top of that, you know, like figure that That's out. That's what I did with PS Plus before they uh, turned it into whatever the hell they did now. Oh, but you uh, know what, man? What did you do? Did you get the, the top tier, the prestige, whatever yeah, they that's call what, That's what I have because I had it. I got it during Black Friday last year, I think, and I bought two years of it. Yeah. So next, I think it's next August that it'll want to renew for the highest tier, which I never wanted to do, but they automatically mm. did that for me. But I, I won't renew that. I, yeah. That, well, that's why I'm asking because like, I got a good deal. That's exactly why I bring it up. Like, I don't know how many people are stoked about like if they paid full price for like the year. Although like they kind of discounted if you compared to paying it month to month, which I guess is like you don't get that on Game Pass. You can't really. There's there's the odd time where you can just like stack up, which I guess maybe is the the closest equivalent, but you can't just buy a year. So maybe yeah. that's our Black Friday deal that we'll be we'll be watching out. Yeah, for. I'll, I'll be looking and I, I want to see I'm your looking. approach. Actually, you know what? The week before might be better. I actually kind of want to see your approach to Black Friday, like how you how you go find the deals. That's maybe the next thing for Carpool Game. we got to get like an Amazon affiliate link or something like that. we got to start. Yeah, I'm surprised you guys don't have one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know what? I hadn't thought about it until like just now. So, 
we got we got enough yeah, things. Got, we've got, we've got literally the... a page and like this uh Lockleth brought like this planner <laughs> platform to us and there's literally oh. like a page dedicated to all my stupid ideas. She's very kind, <laughs> says like all Sean's big ideas, and it's just like me being just insatiable, I guess. Hey, your ideas have panned out, man. You've been doing great. We're doing okay. We're doing all right, man. Sometimes it's a little little much, but you know it's gonna be the be- it's gonna be an ultimate celebration at Extra Life. The fact that People are traveling from all over. We're going to play a bunch of video games. We're all going to like, if you're not there, man, it's not going to be a good time for you. I'm just going to say like, you're going to be like wishing that you were here. You wish you were with us. I'm so glad so many people are making the trek out. It's going to be a time to remember forever as we try to stay up for a full 24 hours. I have a feeling you're not going to have an issue with it, though. I feel like you're just no, going to like, Oh, no, no. I, I, you're yeah, I can stay awake for days. I have but no my, doubt. So my wife keeps getting worried about, she was like, all right, she was like, what, what time are you going to leave? What day are you going to leave? Because I got, I'm going to go pick up Miguel and then go to New York mm-hmm. with you guys. You're doing New York Nintendo, City. right? Yes. Yeah, yes. Doing Nintendo New York and then driving up to Rome. Yeah. And I was like, damn, when am I going to sleep? It's like, I'm going to go, I'm going to leave Friday morning and then wake up Sunday. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, well, not wake up Sunday, but just like exist Sunday. Find and, a place like, to park your car, home. man. Take the train with us. You could rest on the train at the very least. It's a four or five hour train ride to Rome. Oh, I'd love driving. Yeah. I well, would drive. Anywhere. We'll see you there. Then. I, told, I told my wife I would drive to your house. Like I, I literally, <laughs> I would drive any, I love driving. Like that is like the one freedom. Yeah. That I hope I would never lose because it's yeah. driving is amazing. It's your, your escape to anywhere. Yeah, dude, that that brings me back to just like getting the license and going like, oh, especially that time when your parents are driving you around like everywhere and whatever. Like, oh, man. Yeah. Getting a license. You can go wherever you want, whenever yep. you want. Mm-hmm. Just need. But it's now gas is so expensive. You can't go that far. Too expensive. I remember when I first started driving for the first four years, I didn't have a license. Yeah. But I had a car and, <laughs> and my mom, because when I got kicked out at 17, it was right before in the United States, uh, maybe just Maryland, where they made you take driver's ed. Yeah. And we were so broke that there was no way we were ever going to pay $300 for driver's ed. Mm-hmm. So I drove. School. For, yeah. So I drove for four years before I actually got my license. And then the first car I bought was a manual. I didn't know how to drive it. Yep. So my mom had to teach me how to drive it in the church parking lot. Yeah, and man. It's, That's it's, a classic yeah, once moment. You go manual. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's amazing. Like it's it's you control the whole car. Yep. Like it, it's literally everything. That's Every what I, motion, I drive. I drive manual now. And yeah, it's I, the only way to go, man. It's, well, and, and stick with it great. because it's going to it's not going to be dude. we're going to be the old men like going around like back in my day. There was a we had five speeds. We had six speeds. Like, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like they're, they're, it's going away. There was speaking of lists. I was um. I was looking at, I think there was like 22 or something, some stupid low number of models in 2022 that are being released with a manual option. Like, it's just not even an option. It's like, yeah, Toyota Corolla, like um, maybe the Camry and that's it, like everything else. And then Honda Civic. And then that's it from Honda is like one of each. And it's usually like that entry-level car kind of thing yeah. like that's it if you want to stop texting while driving you could you manual car totally like dude yeah you, you don't need have a choice every hand every foot yeah everything yeah mm-hmm. there's no yeah. way oh man that, i missed it i didn't realize how much i had missed it but um before that when the pandemic hit we chelsea and i realized we only needed one car because like it was three months and i'm like i haven't gone anywhere 
And so we sold the oh, car yeah. and we ended up just having one truck that, that she uses mostly for work now. And like time was going by. I'm like, man, I really miss a having a car. I miss being a little bit lower to the ground, but also like just the tight handling of a car and all these things. And the yeah. time came for us to get a second vehicle again. And it had to be a manual dude. Like it just, yeah, I'll never yeah. leave. And I didn't want to learn it cause it was so hard. We learned, I learned on a minivan, my parents like 1989 uh, Plymouth Voyager. I, it was a five speed. So it was like this, <laughs> the, the, the gear shift on it was like two and a half feet tall. It was so yeah, long. You'd like, I can hear the gears grinding down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, if you mess it up, it like out. the whole thing would just shake, yep. you know, you'll get like a little like rumble. It's just like the whole van, just like back and forth. But <laughs> anyway, that's hilarious, mm-hmm. dude. Um, I'm going to see you very soon in two weeks. Oh, yeah. Um, I've had an absolute blast. My face hurts from laughing, uh, <laughs> su- surprisingly, um, do you want to tell people where they can find you? First of all, thank you for joining me tonight, man. But do you want to? Oh, no problem. Thank you. you. Want to I, tell people I, where they can find you. Sure. Uh, it, usually everywhere I'm still, it's Robbie Bobby Miller, but it's still under the moniker at smooth four, two, three. Nice. Uh, but you can find me on Twitch on, on YouTube on anywhere, really Twitter, everything at smooth four, two, three. You're the best man. I, you've been a wonderful friend. Thanks for opening up and sharing everything tonight man it's been great to chat with you um but yeah man we're gonna we're gonna have a blast we're gonna go to that stinking nintendo store we're gonna oh i cannot wait uh, i can't believe no this idea. is happening this has been killing me because it's like uh i have this stuff still here i have it i opened the box make sure that oh wow right. this is the stuff from bobby yeah ma'am and it's like i still have stuff downstairs uh from going to Nintendo New York with Bobby. And it's like, it's like, it's so neat that I have the opportunity to do that with you as well. It's because it was like right around the time of, I believe it was right after I met Bobby in New York that the You Mean Capri started. Yep. I believe that's where I saw you guys making the little video with you and Bobby walking around the house, which is freaking hysterical. Dude, man. Uh, that I'll never forget day, that day. Uh, I'll never forget uh, it. He was off at work and um because Chris O'Brien had made that song for If We Ran Nintendo. And we'd always wanted to do something. We're like, well, we're here in person. Like when Bobby and I, we always just had this this thinking of if we can do it, we should just do it. And when we were together, it's like, well, we should do something together. And it would we never like it was never much more of a conversation than we're doing this. And yeah, he came home from work and I'm like, like whatever you need to do. I don't know what your like post work routine is like, get that done. Cause like we're (laughs) filming and here are the scenes. Like I had done, I spent all day watching all these other intros to like, uh, family matters and step-by-step and all these other sitcoms. I'm like, we're doing this one from this thing and this one from this (laughs) thing. So, you know, keen eyes out there eagle eyes can can look at the intro to if we ran nintendo and spot this one comes from this show this one comes from another show it was so good oh my yeah. gosh man it's so great like i i still i remember like even with bad bit like it, it just bobby was just so good with everyone. everyone like it was so crazy like how it, it each one of his shows or anything that he did there's always someone else there and it was always a good time yeah man and something i will never forget and he kept telling me to to do my show and and do things, but I just never, I never could get around to it because it's just so much pressure. And I I tried to start before when UStream came out with oh, a launch wow. of PS4. Yeah, and there were so many people that called me fat that I stopped. Oh, it wow. was like it was the worst. It was like that's when I was like I don't know why people want to stream. 
Like yeah. this is this is awful. And then I didn't that just kept me away from her forever. But even talking with Bobby in New York and and like messaging him uh, during his shows or or Twitter or Discord, he was always great. He was always yeah. just uh, a great great guy to always talk to, and I I miss him a lot. Me too, man. Well, we're gonna um, we'll remember him when we are at Nintendo New York. That's a it's a special place. I am actually very I feel very fortunate that I've been there before and can look forward to going back again. It's such a central place for us to like everybody can just be there and it makes sense for that to be the meetup. Like there's so many places, so many things to do in New York City, by the way. Like most yeah. people are like, let's go see the Statue of Liberty or do all these touristy hey. things. Like we're going yeah, to the no Nintendo thanks. store. Like nuts to all that stuff. We're not gonna go top of the rock or nothing. Yep. We're gonna- and it was great. Even when I went there, I sat in the Starbucks across the street waiting yep. for Bobby to show up. Yeah. And I was sitting in between Joe after work and yep. Jams. I was mm-hmm. sitting in between them while they were talking around me oh my gosh and had no clue who they were and then bobby walks in and he's like he's like hey bobby and they were like oh you're bobby and i'm like oh my gosh oh i was like wait you're joe after work and you're jams it was funny because none of us and i i haven't met the group yeah it was like it was so funny because i i know joe's voice sound and uh was it jose uh, yeah jose yeah yeah he was there another great guy uh, miguel Mm-hmm. It was it was just such a great time. And and I will say, are, are you going to buy a switch like Bobby did in New York? Probably not. <laughs> Pro- I don't need one, man. Like, honestly, I was going to talk you out of it because I it, it's just a, it's such a big purchase. If but they he, had a 3DS for one. sale, like if they had still some some select 3DSs, like I probably would. I would think about that because that's what my my ridiculous collection was. Uh, yeah, look, I found these guys. Oh my gosh, that dude! Every single one of those. You got the the GBA nice clamshell red. That's in great shape. And the old Game Game Boy Color. Yeah, man, like that's. I was eyeing the 2DS. The 3DS may be sick. The 2DS Excel (laughs) is gorgeous. That's actually that's like a creamsicle kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. I was eyeing an analog pocket and started to think about like, maybe I'll put that on the Christmas list. And I sent a link over to, to Chelsea, my wife. And she's like, this is like $400 shipped. I'm like, so no. (laughs) And I guess I'll probably get back to a color of some sort of pocket. Actually, like Game Boy pocket is like, it feels like something I I should have, which is a very, I don't know, spoiled thing to probably say but i kind of i kind of just want one that looks really no, it's, nice it's, that color. It's, everybody wants these. this is like the stadia all over again because i got steam deck <laughs> i got steam deck right uh, i came in the mail right when i put my gaming computer downstairs in the living room because oh we have gosh. two tvs in the living yeah. room now there you go yeah uh it's yeah oh yeah my wife was totally against it mm-hmm. at first she was like this is ridiculous and at one point it we is. had three because we had one we sat to the side for the girls at their kitty table and then I played on the games and it, we watched TV together. It was, that was the only way to do it, man. Yeah. Yeah. I'm telling you, like TVs, TVs used to cost thousands and thousands of dollars for like anything of a decent size. Especially when the LED TVs first mm-hmm. came out, like the yeah. flat screens, it was yeah. crazy prices. You have options now. You can get a good size TV for not thousands of dollars. You know, there's still high end TVs that are up there, but oh, yeah. yeah I, if you want well, to, have one on you don't have to have the best ones. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing is people. Everybody thinks everything has to be sixty frames a second. Yep, you can get decent. Dude, those nano cells are pretty good. Like they're not they're not OLED or anything, but like they're which is great. You know, that's yeah. Anyway, 
think I feel like I closed the show like half an hour ago. Oh, right sorry. No, no, I'm, dude, I'm like, I'm like having, I don't even I, want to I, stop talking I, to you. I told but. my wife, I was like, I don't know how, I hope he could stop me because <laughs> I, I don't stop talking well, sometimes. We, um, like I said, we're going to, we're going to have a, we're going to have to make sure that we keep an eye on the, on the clock when we meet together at Nintendo. Cause I'm going to have a train to catch at one point. So we're all going to have to skedaddle over to Madison square garden and get on the train to Penn station train. or Moynihan, I guess it is for the, for Amtrak. So, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, man, extra life coming up two weeks from now. We'll, um, we'll get a whole, get a whole bunch more of this in and I can't wait, dude. I appreciate it. Thank you so much, sir. Thanks for hanging out with me tonight, man. You're the best. Thank you. It's made my day. Sometimes I forget that not everybody does a podcast like every week, you know, and and especially doing this show for so long, um, coming up on six, six years, seven, seven years, I think. I think it was 2015. Oh, my goodness gracious. Anyways, uh, besides the point, sometimes I forget that people come on and it's like maybe their first time doing anything like this. And Robbie Bobby Miller is so conversational that he actually made me forget that as well. He doesn't doesn't. You know, he has his, his Twitch channel, but he doesn't jump on a podcast. And so he was telling me about like the preparation that he was that he had for this show. And it's like, that's very, very meaningful. It's very humbling. Um, but also you guys can, it's okay. You know, you don't have to, <laughs> you don't have to get worked up or anything. But I, um, I, it's just a good reminder that um, this is a very, like, this is a weekly thing for me, but it's a big deal for people to be on the show. And that's been the intent from day one was to give people a chance to come on and share their story because when else is that ever even possible? Like when you're day to day, like, think about it. I don't know if this is a thing. You're just going about your day and somebody is like, tell me about your story. Like, who are you? Like, who are you guys? <laughs> that one's for Seth. Um, I think it's important. I think it's important for everybody to have a chance to um, explore where they've where they've come from and talk about it. I just don't think that it's something it's so important and it's like the last thing anybody really talks about. So thank you to Robbie Bobby Miller for opening up and being so transparent and honest and open with it all. Um, very inspiring, man. I really appreciate you. And I cannot wait to see you and maybe, well, you, Robbie Bobby Miller, but maybe the, the person, maybe you listening or watching here at youtube.com slash carpool gaming. Remember, hit the subscribe button, hit the like button, leave a comment. So that's probably the best way. Even if you're listening on, on, on podcasts, go over to YouTube, leave a comment. Let us know what you guys saw. That's the best way to help us grow. If you're not already on patreon.com slash carpool gaming. Um, but extra life is really where we want to direct you guys. Very, very exciting stuff. I cannot wait. It actually seems surreal. So I don't know. I guess, I guess I keep talking about it until it becomes real in my own head. We'll see. We'll see many of you at Nintendo New York, which is amazing. Follow me on Twitter at Sean Capri, Sean like Connor, Capri like the pants. Follow Robbie Bobby Miller, Smooth423 on Twitter. And every single episode ends in a clip of Bobby Paul's, the late great Nintendo guru, thanks to Josh Stapleton. Uh, this is one of his famous little flubs. And notice these, the audio quality. We started not sounding all that great, but I appreciate it. I love you all. I'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Just to wrap this up. Thank you guys for checking out this cool little game that Toby came up with. I hope you guys enjoy it. Let us know in the comments below. Is this something you want to see us doing in the future? I kind of think that we're going to do it regardless of what the consensus says. I, I had, I had Let us know what you think. We'll do yeah. what we want anyway. Yeah. No, I just think that's a lot of fun, man. I think that people are going to really enjoy it. That's why I'm saying that. Like, I really think that you guys are going to be 
in it as much as we are. Yeah. Um, follow Sean, Sean like Connery, Sean like Sean, Sean like Sean like Sean, whatever. Sean like... <laughs> I hope you're not smelling toast right now, buddy. <laughs> Thank you for watching the Nintendo Guru. So Bobby loud. just had a stroke. So <laughs> see you guys the last... in a few weeks. <laughs> you can follow Sean on Twitter. Sean like Connery. Capri like the pants. Wow. Mark, you can follow at Mark Harriman on Twitter. Toby's at Toby's underscore take. I am the idiot known as the Geek Guru, Nintendo Guru, Moronic. Follow me at Nintendo Gurus. That is all. Peace out, Cub Scout. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for coming on, y'all. <laughs> oh, my God. You know that's going to start to show off. What the hell was that? I was, like, stroking out over here, man. <laughs> Sean, as in Sean Capri. Connery. Sean Connery? Really, like, is my internet skipping? What's going on? Here? <laughs> uh, that oh was an God. internet skip of the brain. Oh God! <laughs> so it's, wow, it's... <laughs> that was horrible. Oh, Bobby needs a patch. That was good. That was horrible.